Today in business from Wired. If you like speed running the newest release or binging every episode the second it drops, then why are you waiting for all your news? Check out IGN's updated games and entertainment news podcast. We're dropping new episodes in your feed all day to keep you up to date the minute there's a new announcement. Find IGN Games and Entertainment News wherever you listen. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Business from Wired. The quiet insurrection the January 6th committee missed. A former congressman who helped the House Select Committee investigate the Capitol attack says the U.S. is losing sight of the big picture. By Matt Laszlo. Ever since Donald Trump descended the Trump Tower escalator to Neil Young's Rockin' in the Free World, He's remained the center of America's political universe. But at least one former congressman believes the continued fixation on the 45th president is now a distraction. He's only part of the story, especially now that Trumpism has grown larger than Trump himself. Last week, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol formally subpoenaed Trump, which seems to be the minimum amount of red meat the Democratic base demanded from the panel. While the big reveal of the subpoena, which was leaked to NBC News during the panel's final hearing earlier this month, garnered headlines and TV hits, it overshadows the misunderstood and still unfolding story of the digital machinations that fueled the attack and are poised to remake America for years to come, if not forever. The U.S. has entered an era of algorithmic political warfare, according to former Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman. Until this spring, he served as a senior advisor to the January 6th committee, which he recounts in his new book, The Breach, The Untold Story of the Investigation into January 6th. A former Air Force intelligence officer, Riggleman co-founded a successful data mining and analysis military contracting firm before his election to the House in 2018. While the special panel conducted hundreds of interviews, Riggleman says they've been lapped. The information war moves at the speed of electrons, not at the speed of interviews. That's it. We're in a new world, Riggleman says. The committee did a great job, but we have to move faster. We have to be more aware of how data can help any investigation into these types of activities when it comes to domestic terrorism or the radicalization pipeline. Riggleman says it's unfortunate that the select committee devoted the bulk of its time and resources looking backward. He fears they missed what's afoot and still to come. We're trying to solve today's problems tomorrow with yesterday's technology. We're in an information warfare battle space, Riggleman contends. They've already changed their tactics. Deplatforming didn't work. They just go to other platforms. Riggleman, a conservative who left the Republican Party after he was primaried out of office in 2020 for officiating a same-sex wedding, had asked the committee for a budget of $3.2 million for his digital sleuthing, but he says he was allocated just a fraction of that. Still, he was granted a rare behind-the-scenes glimpse into not just the January 6th attack. He also believes he identified the insurrection's central player, Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows. 
Riggleman handed the special committee 2,319 text messages Meadows sent or received from the election through Biden's inauguration, which he says reveals how deeply conspiracies have now metastasized in today's Republican Party. What it shows is that QAnon conspiracy theories have saturated every level of the GOP, Riggleman says. The coordination includes members of Congress, the wife of a Supreme Court justice, myriad lawyers, little-known aides, and, of course, Trump's most ardent supporters. Riggleman also revealed a mysterious nine-second phone call placed from the White House switchboard at 4.34 p.m. on January 6th to 26-year-old Anton Lunyuk, who has since pleaded guilty to entering the Capitol. Despite the findings, the former intel officer bemoans not being able to go all the way down the meme and hashtag laden rabbit hole. Thousands of documents are great, but millions of lines of data are better. And so when you look at call detail records and open source intelligence research, or you look at social media, those types of things can tell you a lot, Riggleman says. And I think it can actually direct the way that you investigate more than bringing people in who lie, plead the fifth, or sometimes conveniently forget things. The real story, Riggleman contends, isn't Trump. If you indict Trump, his polling numbers are going to go up, he says. So good luck. Trumpism is now gospel to an online army of devotees, hundreds of whom are now running for state and local offices. No matter which party comes out in control of Congress once the dust settles on election night, the next Congress is guaranteed to have Donald Trump's stamp on it. The GOP candidates on the ballot next month include 291 who say they wouldn't have certified Biden's 2020 victory, according to the Washington Post. Of those, 171 are running in safely Republican districts. As a former member of the White House Freedom Caucus, who has deep libertarian leanings, he farms his own hemp, Riggleman is worried about the digital takeover of a party he used to love, respect, and doggedly fight for. You also have to figure out who the hell is pushing these radicalizing ideas over digital channels because that's where it's happening too, Riggleman says. Thousands of Trump supporters took his post-January 6th deplatforming as their cue to follow their leader off Twitter and Facebook and into a new world of almost-anything-goes social media apps like Trump's own struggling Truth Social, or Parler, which Kanye Yee West plans to buy. Those apps suck up the most recent coverage, but other apps continue to attract new and frustrated users. There's Gab, where QAnon devotees feel safe discussing ever-evolving conspiracy theories, Getter, a free speech-focused app founded by former Trump aide Jason Miller, Rumble, think YouTube for the far right, MeWe, think Facebook for Trump Republicans, and CloutHub, if Twitter and Facebook had a baby. Even Reddit is helping Trump successfully spread ungrounded conspiracies about ballot stuffing in Arizona. Many on the right are also increasingly employing popular messaging apps like Telegram, which allows private groups to include as many as 200,000 members, and Signal, popular for its promised end-to-end encryption. That includes many of Trump's most motivated followers, which we know from the dramatic spike in users they both attracted from Silicon Valley firms started their own post-insurrection purges. Then there are forums like 4chan, 8kun, and nchan. Movement-inspiring memes, dangerous conspiracy theories, celebrations of violence and violent rhetoric all abound on these hubs connecting kindreds who proudly consider themselves social outcasts set on upending the normie society most of us inhabit. As the select committee now prepares its final report on the preparation and planning leading up to the savage assault on the Capitol on January 6, 2021, the right has moved on. 
and in laying the groundwork to leave a Trump-sized imprint on this year's midterms, including upending voting laws in countless battleground states and recruiting thousands of new pro-Trump poll workers to police local polling locations, the former president's acolytes are also proving to be a few steps ahead of their opponents in their plan to capture the White House in 2024. Just as an escalator helped Trump glide into the center of U.S. politics, Riggleman says the real story is the online gears, lubricants, chains, and steps lurking just under our feet. Likewise, unless more attention is paid to these means of political production, this new political order is something we all should get used to. We're in a post-truth era, but we're also in a post-Trump world, where those belief systems are baked in, and we're going to have to deal with this for decades, Riggleman says. We need to look at going faster, harder, and better with more technology and more resources in that arena. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.